There it is. All right. Welcome really back quickly, to Inspired by Jimmy L, a platform that is used to inspire you to be the best version of yourself. Yes, I've been featured in Forbes. I have interviewed several account verified guests. I have even been a brand ambassador for a billion dollar company. But you know what, honey? You are my inspiration to keep this show going. We are not here pleading for ratings and reviews. We are here to encourage. You. Now, don't make me so cry. please don't be sure to subscribe and share every do single that. episode. Don't hold the opportunity to inspire like someone that. else. Oh my God! Come on! I am so excited about this particular episode. Jesus. This entire series has just really—it <laughs> no, has no. really enlightened uh, me about first off, what it means questions. to be a parent. Are you married? And, and you this particular episode, I am married. A young man um, by the name 26 of years. Ira. We just hit in March. Thank you so much. I think um, most of us we wish we had, kids. or at least My a piece of him. Okay. Um, but anyway, as you guys know, this particular series. Dedicated strictly to my father's Father's Day. And I just wanted to shine a positive Um, light. You all know I had a recent experience um, with a few children. And I really didn't understand why most of the parents were allowing their kids to be traumatized in the way that they were. You know, all the best laid plans are forcing them what they are when it comes to having kids. So all in the sake of forcing them to quote unquote man up. Finishing up some of the women and some of the little girls to speech pathology at NYU and be forced. When I to was be done forced with that, to be we decided that we wanted to move to New England. Yes, and we were living for in New the York, sake Brooklyn, of New being York, able to say that this up. is what my daughter has and, done. Um, and me looking into that, I just I never could understand the reason for why they do what they do. On uh, this particular episode, Ira is like no other. So parents, listen up, take notes, and get ready to be school. And if you are newbie like me, then be hopefully ready to have a kid. We started. Trying, and, um, <laughs> like many, it took a little bit. Takes some extra notes. I love long. Ira. We can um, all learn. And see you on another year and change later. Uh, our daughter came, but really, it was a, it was a. I think we're ready. I mean, we didn't look much. We've never been much, unfortunately, looking at finances. Um, we were, we, you know, we knew we, we um, <laughs> had enough money to put a little bit down on a house. We were living in a duplex at the time, a condo. Um, and we just decided, you know, now's the time. We were, we were in our um, still mid-20s and um, seemed like the right thing to do when we decided about it. Was there any pressure from outside people or family or nothing like that? Well, you know, it's funny. We didn't have pressure, but we had the questions. You know, years ago when my kids were little, I was in a band of dads uh, called the Pop Stars. And our two albums, the Pink Album and the Blue Album, are still available on Spotify. (laughs) But it's not music for kids. It was a bunch of local dads, and it was music for parents. And one of the songs was called We're Trying, about how all this time you're trying to hide from this guy that you're having sex with his daughter when you're going out. But the second you get married, he starts saying to you, so you're trying? (laughs) We didn't have pressure, but we sure got that question here and there. Quite a bit. Yeah, but but it wasn't a pressure thing. I mean, we really, you know, our our parents were cool, and they they all lived far, far enough away it wasn't an issue. Lucky you. I've talked to some parents that that, that was not the case. 
definitely not the case. So lucky you, lucky you too on that one. So what do you wish, or if anything, do you wish you would have known something about parenting before you all actually started parenting? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, an, an enormous quantity of things that I, I wish I would have known about parenting. You know, um, I work with a lot of kids who have my, my background is special needs and my, my forte is kids with severe to profound emotional and behavioral disorders. That's what I've done most of my career uh, in residential treatment and a variety of other places. And with those kids, calm like a sheet of ice. Nothing is going to disturb me. I've witnessed some of the wackiest stuff happen with some of the truly most disturbed children in the United States of America. And I don't blink an eye. But with your own kids, you know, there's an emotional investment. So one of the things I really, I, I wish I, I would have thought about more. Um, I was pretty good. I mean, my, I, I think I was a good dad, etc. But there were things that I probably got pissed off about that I probably mm -hmm. looking back. Yeah. Yeah. Not really worth getting <laughs> off about. If you have, and if you have kids who are, if you have siblings, if you have more than one, um, let them work out their own stuff, even if it's horrible to listen to. Um, I certainly tried to get involved, not all the time, but more than I should have as my kids were, you know, getting into it with each other. It's typical sibling stuff none of it I, I you need to keep an eye on it because you don't yeah. want it to become abusive in any way but but really the back and forth stuff uh, whatever do your own thing you know what go argue outside if you can argue I really don't want to hear it um, you know really <laughs> being more calm about that not getting involved that that's more mostly the big one so okay so bringing that up and I know we we just talked a minute ago about your, your parents being a further away so how does your parenting or how did your parenting style differ from how you were raised? Oh, um, enormous quantities of ways. I mean, not in terms of the love. I mean, my parents you know, gave me an enormous amount of love, um, but we're different people. It's a, it's a different generation. And uh, although my parents were certainly, you know, they were your typical New York Jewish communist types. Um, uh, you know, we, we, um, they still were kind of very straight laced about stuff. Um, you know, my, they, they, they were, they were, you know, people who, um, you know, went about things in the right way. My mother was a college professor. My dad was an attorney, um, the worst businessman in history. He used to give away his services pretty regularly. Um, oh, but, okay. but he was an attorney. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we were not, well, when people hear attorney, they think wealthy. We were not wealthy. I'd like, to, okay, so I mean, you say college professor. In, in Brooklyn, New York. Um, when you say professor and lawyer together, I mean, immediately. Well, yeah, just, we just were living everywhere. In, we were living in an apartment on West 2nd Street and Avenue Z in, in Brooklyn, New York. It was not exactly, you know, fancy fancy, right on the border of Coney Island. So um, anyway, but they were very, very much kind of straight laced toe the line people where my wife and I, you know, um, deadhead types, a little on the hippie mode. Uh, both of us had, uh, you know, split and lived abroad for a while and then came back and as I told you we you know I used to do the dead tour all the time when I was younger and travel around the country and uh, my wife and I were you know split and did the country when we got married and, um, so you know we're a little bit more free-spirited um, our kids grew up at festivals and musical stuff and all kinds of things like that and um, but you know the love the you know the core thing that, that's all window dressing um, hmm. the thing that we did 
you know, give our kids that my parents gave me was the sense that you are loved, you are cared for, and I'm here. You know, if you start to fall, I'm your net. And I, I hope I that. gave my kids that. And that's, that's what my kids, I mean, my mother still gives me that. She's 80 years old. And I, I still feel that if, if I need some, right now she needs us. But if I really needed something to turn around, she'd be there for me in a second. Because that's what mommies do. And, I love um, that. Oh, I love that. So, that. so, now you said a little bit on the hippie side. <laughs> so, <We're> on. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, I'm assuming that your parenting style is uh, a little bit more relaxed or, um, or at the very least, far less judgmental and more experimental. Yes. Would I be all right to yes, say? Which, so, which was good and bad. You know, you have to. It, and that. We were not far out as some of our friends who, you know, but we, you know, we, we kind of open with our kids and, and um, you know, there's there there are lines and it's important for us to maintain the lines but you know and, and but that's try and do things we you know go and try and, and that's do. actually kind of my question so with your parenting style and being a little bit more experimental or or slightly even relaxed i should say has anything ever come back to just like bite you and be like that okay i probably should not have done that you know what <laughs> But I mean, that's, you know, the, you, you know what, you asked me earlier, what's the advice I could give? Yes. Here's the advice I could give, the best advice I could give. Know that the second your child is born, you are going to do something at some point, not that long afterwards, that's going to be couch fodder for some psychiatrist when your kid's mm. sitting there, if they wanted it to be. Mm. You know, it's, hindsight is twenty twenty, and here we're dealing with human beings. And it's kind of like teaching, you know, after all these years, it, you know, I, 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 with, with the incredible oversight and people, you know, picking every little bit. Yes. If you're with kids all day long, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to say things you shouldn't have. You're going to do things you shouldn't have. And as long as the intent is right and it wasn't too far over the edge, oh, well. And that's kind of how I have to look back at all the things that I screwed up with with my kids. You know, were there things that we kind of should have reined in? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Enormous quantities of things where, you know, I didn't find out certain things vigilant as we were about certain things. There were certain other things I didn't know. And, and we're yeah. pretty good, yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. but, 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 you know, you hope for the best, you know? And I, can, and I can understand that because at the end of the day, I mean, especially growing up, I mean, your kids are gonna have a mind of their own, you know, and they have to experiment, they have to learn life lessons, you know, and they have to do it in their way at the end of the, no matter what your teachings are, you know? They're going to have to do it. And so mm -hmm. I just, I find that to be interesting. And, and so I, it's something that I've actually brought up to all of the parents that I've been speaking to, you know, if not, if you could go back and change anything, but, you know, just in regards to the advice piece of that, like how you would know, you, you know? I don't know if I would, if I went back and changed it, if we would have had a different result, you know, hindsight yeah. is twenty twenty in terms of what you're seeing. But yeah. as you know, if I would have changed it, who knows what their turnaround would have been, you know, so people's reaction and what they do, I can't, I can't manage anybody's head but my own, yeah. um, no matter how much I want to. All I can do is try to influence, you know, be a guide, uh, which is what parenting really is. You're a guide, you're a net. Um, and, and, you know, having and two children, my, my son had, had some, some illnesses as well, but my daughter, who was in bed for a lot of years, um, that kind of oh. changed our parenting style too, because we were, you know, running to doctors or home and then trying to get, 
be with my other son and get to his games and um, do yeah. this stuff with him. And then he was sick and having to take care of him and helping her and him and getting, you know, so it was all that jazz and, you know. Oh, wow. I will say, I, um, I know you said that they were both planned and I don't know. And I, because I, I, I was a planned child as well. And um, I've always felt, not that I was better than other people, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I, I know, I know, I know. I just, I've always, I felt, I felt that I was different. You know what I mean? Because when you or your parents let you know that I've done any and everything in my power to make sure that you exist, that does something to you, you know what I mean? Like it mentally does, at least I know for me, it did something mentally to me to know that I was wanted. I, I wasn't an accident, this wasn't a screw up. I was designed to be here and you made it so. And so it's just, it, it's very interesting to, to hear how, how you're kind of working through things and I would love to eventually at some point know their perspective of how they're processing. And again, and that's only be coming from a selfish place on that, on that side of it. I'm okay, sure those kids point. were happy accidents, or, you know, you can look at it that way, you know. <laughs> Sometimes aren't the best things in life what you weren't expecting, and there yeah. it is. And there it is. Speaking of which, uh, this whole unexpected uh, pandemic that we're dealing with right now, and, and parents being a guide, and, and, and so much happening in the world that none of us could have ever expected or, or even thought about or wanted, how are you all dealing with this? How are you, or how did you explain this and what's happening in the world to your kids? Well, you know, my kids are adults, so they're looking at it in their own ways. Um, my daughter, as I said, is out in the world uh, far more than I am right now. Um, she stays at, you know, rightly or wrongly, I will never turn away my child uh, mm -hmm. from my door. So she was at her boyfriend's for a bunch of days, and then she came to our house because it was a holiday this week, and here we are. Uh, my son is living in an apartment about 20 minutes away from here. Okay. Um, it's him and his roommates. He's been really careful about stuff. If he wants to come over to my house, he's welcome to come over to my house. In terms of dis discussing this stuff, all I could do with them is the same thing I do with everyone else, which is one, be honest about how I'm feeling. And you told me earlier that you've seen some of the videos that I've put out where, uh, you know, a song winds up in there somewhere, which was the intent, but it turns out me discussing, you know, my feeling about things. And, um, you know, I, I'm, you have to be honest at first. So the reality is, am I getting through this? Of course I am. Am I luckier than most? Yes, I am. And so we're doing okay, but does that mean I never get that angst? That, that, that generalized just, oh my goodness. Of course I do. Do I snap a little bit here and there more than I usually do? Of course I do. Do I try to bring it down? Am I exploring other ways? Yeah, and all I can do is encourage them to do the same thing. When something happens, just like in every other part of life, you take it, take it in, experience it, try to release it, move on to something else and distract yourself or move on or, or work through it and move to something else and look for the light. Um, reach out to other people. I, I truly, um, I, I, my first post about this whole thing uh, on social media was all about the idea of how much gratitude I have that if this has to happen, we're in an era with all this technology. Mm -hmm. And 
by I did not think of it that way. But... We can reach out. I mean, you and I, as we said, we've been in contact for a few years. We've never yeah. spoken. Before. Never. So, so, so here comes here comes the silver linings of all these things, and reaching out and accepting people and looking for people to help and making sure that you're spreading that positive energy. Is that any different than any other time? No. The only difference is right now we're dealing with a lot more of our own stuff and you need to work through it and you need to make sure that you're being as safe as you can in whatever situation you can, but getting through life, you know, you, you got you to get up in the morning and, and move. The first week and a half um, of the schools being closed, I, I slept, man. I don't sleep very much because I'm out a lot playing music or going out to music with my wife. And, um, you know, I sleep a few hours, wake up i rage party wake up teach my kids do my private clients deal with my family go out and rage party again i mean that's that's kind of where we go and and spread the light that way um and this is a situation where we're home and and you just gotta you gotta work through it this is right now's reality it's not the new normal it's right now's normal and that if i could give anybody advice and i certainly give it to my kids is right now this is where we're at so let me ask this then so I understand that this is a 2020 version of IRA. How has this changed at all in regards to maybe the past 10 or 15 years with your kids when, when parenting and, and discussing something similar, um, specifically around maybe death and how it's handled or how it's being treated? I lost that last piece there, Jimmy. I said, I understand that this, this here is the 2020 version of IRA and, and responding to COVID-19. Is this similar or how how was this different maybe 10 or 15 years ago when dealing with both of your kids? Has there ever been a conversation surrounding around death and how to deal with that and allowing them to process that before they became adults? Oh, of course. Listen, when, when, when my, my, my father-in-law passed away mm-hmm. and right around that same time, my son's, be- he passed away. He was just sick for a long time. He had a heart attack when he was like 30s and he passed away in his 60s. Uh, my kids were very close with him. They were little. Very shortly after that, my son's best friend passed away from leukemia. He'd been sick for a while. Um, Not long after that, my father, who had Parkinson's, started getting sicker and sicker. um, And my daughter was having headaches and headaches. Um, My father died. And when I got up from sitting Shiva, you know, the Jewish wake, kind of after the the burial. And on the eighth day, I came home back from Brooklyn to uh, Massachusetts and woke up in the morning to a phone call saying, go get your daughter. There's a lesion on the film in her brain. Um, You know, and, and a percentage on her life, you know, was what we were told when we went to the emergency room you know, because they told us, pick up your kid and bring him there now, bring her there now. Um, so, you know, we've had to deal with this stuff and we've had, you know, people from our brain tumor survivors group who've passed away and uh, people we know, unfortunately, in the modern day, my son's had friends and, you know, passed away from opiates and other things because that's unfortunately part of it. That we've is part a of it. Of, we've had a lot of discussion about death. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm someone who's never comfortable uh, with that, at the, you know, I, for whatever reason, uh, although I, I conceptually feel that, you know, energy and matter is all we are and energy and matter never really dissipate. They just change. Um, but I like being me and I like being here. Um, so, again, open about it. 
and we discuss okay. it. You know, I mean, I, I, my way of helping them through was usually to write songs for them, mm. um, uh-huh. discussing it. And I wrote a song for my daughter when my father-in-law passed away, who was, she considered her best friend when she was a little girl, uh, her grandpa. And uh, I wrote a song called Innocence Falls Away about, you know, the fact that, you know, your smile will return, you know, and memories will suddenly be happy to remember and think about. And that's, that's always how we deal with it. That is really sweet. Oh, that is so sweet. Oh my goodness. Okay, I I love that. And because it, I will say, I, I, speak I love you. <laughs> I love you so much more. Ira. I do. I really, especially after this. Like I could not believe this is taking this long for us to have a freaking conversation. I and hope technology I'm, has I been hope here for a while. What you expected? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I I really did. I did not have any expectations. You know, I just. I knew your energy, at least what you were giving off on Facebook. Like, I knew your energy. And so I will say that, that your energy has not disappointed. How about that? Like, your yeah, energy is really strong. It. Like, it is really strong, and I love it. It's genuine, um, and I, I love that. But I, I will say, I've been speaking to a lot of different parents, and, you know, everyone has been di- doing things differently, especially around death and that, tough, that topic. Um, some are completely hiding it from their kids and, and some are a little bit more open. Some are, are kind of dealing with it as time, you know, um, progresses and if events happen. And so I, it's been very interesting to see how everyone is dealing with this whole pandemic now. Like it, yeah. it's, it's, it's really crazy. It's well, really crazy. I, I think people's, um, you know, your, your, your inner values are, are what kind of guide that stuff. I mean, people yeah. who, um, buy into various isms, you know, yeah. whatever your ism is, um, <laughs> or um, you know, whether it's, you know, Catholicism or Judaism or, you know, you know, whatever ism you're finding, um, you know, I'm a believer in light. That is, that is my, my, my thing, but it's, it's, you know, whatever gives someone solace. I just hope that when people are dealing with this, I, I hope people are, are, preparing to deal honestly with their children because I can't imagine that everyone won't know someone yeah. who's yeah. affected at physically by this. Certainly at this point. And, and, and so it, it's a time to discuss with your kids uh, in ways that make sense through your isms and through your ways and through your values, um, what that means um, and, yeah. and what, it, what it means to, for people that were home, you know, we're home from school. I, 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 it's harder for people with younger kids or kids who have cognitive issues um, to kind of explain what we're going through. You know, why, why are we home all the time? Well, it's a virus. Mm-hmm. Well, I've had a virus before. How come I can't go to school? Um, well, you know, because this is a virus that people get, you know, can, can, is a little bit more dangerous and people can get really, really sick. Oh, I was really sick. Remember, I was home for a week, mommy. You know, you get that and trying to work through the concept without scaring your children, mm-hmm. but letting them know, listen, this is something that your kids are going to be a little frightened with, but, but it, you can do it in ways that make sense. It's no different to me than, you know, the concept of global warming or, or all the other things that are a little scary in the world. Um, you know, I, for those who don't buy into global warming, that's just my, <laughs> my belief. So, no. um, Are you standing there because of my facial expression? But, but, <laughs> but, you know, it's explaining things to, to children that are not 
that are not positive because the world has a lot of scary stuff and there are scary things and there are scary people. Um, and you know, our friend Fred Rogers, you know, look for the helpers. Oh, oh, I love you know, I that's, love that's kind of what we do. I will, okay, so I know um, I do have one final question for you. Right, first off, I cannot believe you just brought up Mr. Rogers. You know I love him. I've been trying to be the 2020 version of him for a while. And so I'm still working on it. <laughs> oh, I have, I have a book of his sayings that someone gave me. I just, I love it. I've had it for years. And then now now Fred Fred is in vogue suddenly again because of the movies. Um, oh, yeah. But, Did but, you see you know, it? Me, Did you I've see it? I've been a fan forever and, um, uh, you know, Brilliant, brilliant. Did you see the movie? Oh, I, I've seen both. I saw the documentary oh. and the Tom Hanks one. The documentary uh, had me a little interested. Now that had me, like I was just like, okay, like wow, I didn't know that about him. The movie brought me to tears, um, but mostly because it was nostalgia for me. And so um, I went with my husband and I, and mind you, it was so crazy. It was only four of us in the entire theater. My husband and I sat in the back, and of course we were, we were in our 30s. And then um, there was two, uh, another couple sitting in front of us and I know they had to at least be 60 to 70. And so it was so interesting to see, again, these different generations here to see this movie and we, all of us, we were just, it was just, I don't know, it did something to us, but I, it really had me in tears. And it just, I was just like, I, he was so amazing. And I'm like, he just does not, everyone doesn't or did not get a chance to see what I know I saw in him, you know? And it's just, just anyway, it's just amazing, a freaking amazing. So, but I love the movie, I love the movie. That's my rant for this whole podcast. I do have, <laughs> I do have one final question for you, Ira. So, sure. back on parenting, what has been one of your proudest moments as a father that you would like to share that, that has just made you uncontrollably just in awe of you being able to be a father? You know, when you think about the, the, the awe-inspiring moments, from the time my children were born, you know, I, I, my, my, when, I, when you watch that birth, it, it's the most mm-hmm. incredible thing in the world because it's life, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the, the rejuvenation of life and it's, it's the spirit of life and it's, it's the moving ahead of, of, of yourself, your progeny. Uh, and, and, you know, what's amazed me, I, I'm not going to give you one thing because I'm going to tell you with both of my kids, the thing that amazes me is, are always those times where they show resilience, the resilience to get through things that are, are brutally hard as we all do. And my kids have had to face some things like many people have that are, that are really difficult and, and, and more difficult than the average Joe, but you know, there are people who have it even worse, uh, but they've, they've experienced some stuff and watching them get through the things they've gotten through and move to the next thing, you know, face it and be there and be present with it and accept the fact that here's where I am and you know, punch life right back when it has to, to break on through the wall to the next thing. Um, and there's been so many of those, um, you know, I, I, it, I, I can't, I can't pick one because there's so many that have just, just blown me away. But it's, it's that, it's those moments where I see that, that I know they'll be okay. You know, and that's what more can you give your children than a sense of, you know, I, I what do you want with your kids? I want, kids who are, this is the same thing I tell my students, you know, the happiest, 
most successful and independent people that they can be. Yeah. What more can you give yeah. them? What more um, can, yeah. and, and if they show the resilience and they show some joy and they and they and they find out where they're going, you know, uh, it, it's that that's the stuff. That's the stuff. You know, that 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 inner strength and the ability to smile through sometimes. That's the best I can tell you. I like that. I that's like my that. present. I like that. That's a great place to end. I, I just I thank you so much for your wisdom and and inspiring us on this and and just allowing me to be in involved in your journey and and I just I really thank you I really thank you for saying yes. You are a brother from the heart, my friends. Thank you for having me on. Thank Only so good much. things. Please stay in touch. Oh, and peace to everybody out there. At this point, you cannot get rid of me. <laughs> Excellent. That worked out splendidly for both of us. <laughs> that it did. Thank you, Ira. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Yeehaw. <laughs>